There's a, a new study out from the Canadian Centre for Policy Alternatives because uh, there is, uh, I guess, some concern amongst us, some that the Bank of Canada, they, of course, they seem to be on a bit of a, a campaign, if you will, to uh, raise interest rates in order to uh, curb these uh, rising prices. But there is growing concern that that uh, campaign, if you will, to raise interest rates uh, might uh, trigger a recession inside the Canadian economy. Uh, again, there's a, a new study out uh, on this by the Canadian Centre for Policy Alternatives. Joining us now to discuss further is the senior economist uh, for the Canadian Centre for Policy Alternatives. David McDonald is back with us here on the show. David, good afternoon. Hi, thanks for having me. Thanks for being here as always. Uh, can you give us a few more details? What exactly did you uh, look at here when it comes uh, to the uh, Bank of uh, Canada and uh, your study that says that uh, we might uh, trigger a recession here if we continue to raise these interest rates? Yeah, so I was curious looking back over the last 60 years in a modern economic history in Canada to see whether there has actually ever been a soft landing um, where we reduce the interest rate from or the equivalent of 7.7 where it is today to 2%, which is where the Bank of Canada wants it. You know, that 5.7 point gap has actually ever happened in Canadian history uh, without a recession. And unfortunately, the success rate for this soft landing that uh, is being projected is 0%. That has never happened in modern Canadian history. There's been three instances since 1960 where the inflation rate has come down that amount, uh, one in 74, one in 81, and one in 91. But in every single one of those instances, it was accompanied by a recession. Uh, And that recession, on average, cost Canadians with today's population uh, 850,000 jobs. And so this is the real danger of the Bank of Canada relying exclusively on the Bank of Canada to bring interest rates and to bring inflation rates down using interest rates is that it's, you know, there's just no precedent for this being done successfully without causing recession and massive job loss. All right. So having said that, history being our guide, are we, uh, again, you mentioned zero uh, percent success rate. So is there any doubt in your mind whatsoever that we are the Canadian economy headed towards a recession? I mean, this is something that's driven by what the bank is doing. At present, we're not in a recession. The job market's great. Uh, jobs are plentiful. Uh, you know, it's, it's been, you know, this this summer will be the best summer for getting a job probably since the 1960s in this country. Now, the pay won't have increased much, certainly in real terms, uh, over the last five years. So you won't see the pay is much higher. Uh, but it's a great time to get a job in Canada. Um, the trouble is, is the reaction to the inflation that we're seeing and very, very quick increases in interest rates that are going to drive us into recession. I mean, the, you know, the, the one loophole where you, where you might get some success at reducing inflation but not causing a recession is if you let the inflation level stay slightly higher at 4% instead of being a target of 2%. You need to cover that gap from where we are down to 4%. Um, then history tells us you've got a 33% chance of the landing, which is not great. It's better than zero, though. Zero, <laughs> um, and it's worthwhile looking into why those episodes were different. Uh, you know, that, that 33%, well, what was different about those episodes? One was that there weren't rapid increases in the, in the, um, uh, in the interest rate at the same time. Um, and so, I mean, that's sort of worth looking at. The other piece, too, uh, that I think is worth looking at is what more governments can do. And at present, really, governments have just said, look, inflation's a problem, but it's not our problem. It's the Bank of Canada's problem. The trouble is the Bank of Canada has one instrument. It's called interest rates. And it is a blunt uh, and untargeted instrument that will cause substantial collateral damage. And there's plenty that governments can do about inflation. 
Uh, the federal government could change the underwriting rules for, uh, you know, real estate investors so that it's a lot less profitable. The provinces could cap rent increases to keep that part of it down. The federal government could really boost up uh, competition policy in this country so that uh, firms in a dominant position can't exploit that dominant condition, uh, that, that dominant position, to increase prices rapidly for consumers and attempt to protect consumers from those price increases. Uh, and so, Governments at this point don't seem particularly interested in doing any of those things, unfortunately. And what that means is they, they're, in essence, just handing responsibility over to the bank, and the bank will do what it does, which is it'll increase interest rates until um, uh, it causes the recession, which will likely bring inflation down, but a terrible cost to the Canadians that are going to lose their jobs. All right. So what is the advice then to the Canadian government? Would your advice be that uh, the time for action is now, that uh, you've let the uh, bank uh, do their thing, but it is time for some government intervention? Yeah, I, I think at this point, it's time for direct government intervention. The, the, the sooner, the better. I mean, there was a real missed opportunity with uh, the, the quote-unquote inflation plan that Minister Freeland um, announced about a month ago that was really just a rehash of what had been in previous budgets. Uh, you know, I think there's a, there is a real opportunity to, to take some of the parts of the CPI index where the federal government does have control, like housing prices, and drive them hard. And in other places, you know, we have really seen that corporate profits have taken advantage of these price increases. The corporations have taken advantage of price increases to pad their profits. Workers are not the ones driving inflation. They're way behind in terms of real wage gains. Uh, they're seeing real wage losses. And so I think it's also important to look at pricing policy to make sure that industries where you don't have a lot of players, you've got two or three big companies that control the entire market. We need to make sure that, that uh, those companies aren't exploiting those oligopolistic or dominant positions to gouge consumers drive up inflation at the same at the same time and potentially sort of you know push the bank of canada to increase interest rates because you know if we don't start seeing inflation coming down quickly we're going to see another 75 basis point increase in july we're going to see you know another big increase in 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 august and september when the bank meets again uh, and so as these start to build up um, then you'll start to see the impact in the economy we haven't seen it yet i mean we're not in a recession we're not near a recession right now but if interest rates keep increasing there's just no example in Canadian history where we've got inflation down the amount the bank wants without without a recession and substantial job loss. All right, let's uh, shift focus, if we could, from your study, uh, David, to a one by the bank, the Bank of Canada. And uh, they say that uh, they found Canadians are worried that inflation will stay high for a much longer period. Do you think those uh, worries, are they justified? Yes, this is a survey of businesses asking businesses a variety of questions about what they're, you know, what were they concerned about in the future and so on. Uh, and certainly this was one of the conclusions was um, in the, in the, they do this, this quarterly. And so two quarters ago at the end of 2021, most businesses thought that this, this boost in inflation would last only one year. Uh, and now it's shifting to businesses thinking it's going to last for two or three years. And that's been a substantial shift. Uh, they expect that the input prices, so the goods and services that they buy, is going to continue to go up. Uh, and also that wages that they are paying will stay relatively higher than they were during the during and prior to the pandemic. Um, and so there is an expectation of higher inflation. But there's also the upside. I mean, this is, uh, you know, I, I saw this as a relatively positive report insofar as businesses uh, think that the substantial sales they've seen so far will decline a bit, but they'll remain relatively high. Um, and that they intend to invest as a result of this increased demand. So they, they plan to hire more people. They plan to invest in new processes um, to try to deliver goods and services to consumers and, and you know, and, and recover, in essence, a bit from the pandemic. 
So, yes, they expect inflation to be higher, but they also expect to hire more people and workers as a result, which I think, you know, generally speaks well of the economy in terms of where we're at right now. Sure. And when we talk about delivering goods and services and those goods and services uh, being bought, uh, Canadians overwhelmingly, and uh, we've heard this uh, on our show, say that they're uh, cutting back with, uh, you know, gas prices uh, where they are, the grocery bill uh, being uh, sky high, too, that uh, they're cutting back on uh, spending and, I guess, discretionary uh, spending. But it seems as if the numbers, David, are suggesting uh, otherwise. And I guess we have to look uh, no further than maybe what's going on at the airports right now and with the uh, airlines and uh, how much we're spending on things like travel. Yeah, I mean, this is, you know, it's, it's, I'm sure there are Canadians who are cutting back, and I'm sure there are Canadians who are shifting expenditures from one thing to another. Gas is too expensive, and so they use their money for something else. Um, what's pretty clear in terms of uh, some new data out of, uh, uh, some new credit card data out of uh, the Royal Bank of Canada is that um, we are at fairly high levels of spending, uh, particularly among services. Uh, you know, goods have certainly been going up, purchases goods, but services in particular have seen a substantial recovery over the course of 2021. Uh, you know, the, the downside of this is that credit card balances are also going up. Interestingly, over the course of the pandemic, Canadians paid down their credit card balances, probably just because they couldn't go out and buy things as much, and so they ended up paying down their credit cards a bit. Um, that trend has really gone into reverse in 2022 as credit card balances have risen. But, you know, you look at uh, visits to retail and recreational places. That's up to prior to where it was in 2019. Uh, you look at reservations through things like Open Table. Uh, this is uh, up again uh, prior to what it was prior to the pandemic. Even when you look at um, passenger traffic, we're not at where we were in 2019, certainly for this time of the year, but we're close. We're closing in on it. Now, certainly the what's happening, you know, the mess that's happening in, in the airports will constrain that. The fact that the airlines simply don't have the same number of flights flying this year as they did in 2019 is going to constrain that as a part with driving the, you know, this, this rash of cancellations. But generally, these are positive indicators that people are going back out. They're traveling again. They're buying things again. Certainly, some folks uh, are going to be having a lot of trouble with high prices of gas, high prices of food, shifting expenditures to other less expensive goods. But in general, Canadians are spending. Um, and so this goes back to the fact that we're not in a recession. I mean, there's lots of talk of it. We're in a recession. We're certainly not in a recession. Um, now, that's not to say the Bank of Canada could cause a recession. Uh, and that's, you know, I think one of the big concerns right now is is that inflation will push the bank candidate to do that because governments themselves aren't taking action. But we're not there yet. Uh, and, you know, at this point, things are going relatively well. Right. Do we know just uh, finally here as the Bank of Canada, if they continue to pursue this uh, policy of higher interest rates, at what point, just uh, how many increases until we uh, might incur recession? Uh, do we have an idea of that, David? Well, it's tough to say. I mean, the bank thinks its neutral rate is between 2 and 3%, which is to say once you know, they're at 1.5 right now, if they get to 2, they stop kind of stimulating the economy. And if they get over 3, they cause a recession. Part of the issue with this, this bout of inflation is that we've never had household and corporate debt at the level that we've seen today. Um, you know, in previous, in previous recessions where we had high inflation rates, you think of the mid-1970s, early 1980s, big, you know, high inflation rates over that period, early 1990s. But the level of debt was just substantially lower on the private sector side. And so you've just got a lot more debt overhang. And, and what that means probably is that the bank in the end may have a lot less room to maneuver than it would have had, you know, in the in the in the 1980s, when 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 interest rates were up at the 20% range, there's no way we get anywhere near to that. There's just too much private sector debt. We'd bankrupt the economy 10 times over before we got there. 
what's the magic number? Over what point will we cause a recession? But and importantly, over what time period? If it takes time for these interest rate increases to to sort of work their way through the economy, I don't, I don't know the answer to that. Uh, but certainly, I think that what we need to do is watch particularly the the interest rate sensitive sectors. This is going to be the real estate sector in particular. So this is, you know, real estate agents, mortgage brokers, that part of, uh, you know, that sector of the economy, new home construction, but also home renovations. I mean, these are all the areas that at present make up a big part of Canadian GDP, you know, 6 to 10%, depending on, you know, which quarter you're looking at. They're going to be hit first, uh, and they'll be, I think, really a bellwether of what's to come when we start to see the impact there. Uh, then it's likely that we'll, you know, then we'll likely see another sectors after that. All right, David McDonald with the Canadian Centre for Policy Alternatives. David, much appreciated as always. Thanks for this. Thanks for having me. Bye. And when we come back after the break, I want to take a few phone calls here. one 225 talk if you're listening outside the GTA. 416-870-6400 if you're listening in Toronto. And I'm just wondering, right now, are you cutting back or are you spending more? Again, Canadians say overwhelmingly they're uh, cutting back on their uh, spending with these high gas prices, high food bills, but uh, the numbers seem to, as David was just saying, suggest otherwise. So what are you and your family, what are you doing right now? Are you cutting back or are you spending more? Hi, it's Shauna, and I might be a bad parent because my kids think french fries are vegetables. Hey, it's Ryan, and I might be a bad parent because I went out for wings when my wife was in the hospital after giving birth. Johnny here. I might be a bad parent because in my house, the tooth fairy gives pocket change. But we're not alone. Len emailed us and said his six-year-old daughter's Tarzan moment going from love seat to lazy boy by curtains made him more proud than any dance (laughs) recital. And Andy left his two-year-old at the rink. All right, guys, I'm sure we're not alone, like Andy's kid. For stories and confessions like this, make sure you check out our podcast. It's called Bad Parents, and it's available wherever you get your podcasts. I left a glove at the rink.